the Royal Wussified Beta. Mr. Potato Head and Dr. Seuss are under attack. And surprise, surprise, dames don't like straight men with cats. Not surprised in the least. Bold Alpha is presented by Davidoff of Geneva, makers of Camacho and the Camacho Connecticut. Tame, but tuned up to deliver more flavor and more satisfaction. Morning, noon, or night, it's always the perfect time for Camacho, Connecticut. Camacho, strength and character. It's in our DNA. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. And by Gurkha, the world's finest cigars, including the new Gurkha San Miguel, a medium to full-bodied Nicaraguan puro that delights the senses with notes of white pepper, gentle earthiness, and a sweet honey-like finish. San Miguel by Gurkha. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. And I welcome you. Greetings and salutations. It is Alpha Dave, your global five-star general, alpha male in chief. Welcome to Bold Alpha, your home of alpha male conversational maneuvers and commentary. We come to you front and center from Command Center Alpha, and I can tell you one thing. Political correctness is not welcome at Command Center Alpha or on Bold Alpha. Perfect example, Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head are under attack. What has this country come to? Well, now, every time you look around, every book that has been written or character, cartoon character, is now either offensive, racist, promotes sexual violence. The last thing I heard is that Pepe Le Pew from the great Looney Tunes characters, a skunk, who would have had the French accent and says, hello, baby, come on, I'm Pepe Le Pew. He'd always put his arm around the female skunks. Now some clown says, well, that promotes sexual violence. Mr. Potato Head. We all had Mr. Potato Heads growing. Sergeant Steve, I don't know, did you have Mr. Potato Heads? I'm older than you are, but did you have him growing up? Sure did. Okay, Mr. Potato Head. By the way, Don Rickles was the voice of Mr. Potato Head in Toy Story, and I think he won an Emmy or he won some sort of award for it. So, innocuous, Mr. Potato Head, and there was a Mrs. Potato Head. Well, now, no, 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 no. We'll just call them Potato Head because last week Hasbro announced that the classic Mr. Potato Head toy will no longer use the male honorific and instead go by the gender-neutral Potato Head. As I always say, there are three genders in the world today. Male, female, freak. Now, if you find that offensive, I don't care. This nonsense now where we're saying, well, kids should have the right to choose their genders in kindergarten or preschool. Enough is enough. This has just gone crazy. And now a freaking toy succumbs to political incorrect. Shame on Hasbro. Shame on Hasbro for even doing this. Who are they going to offend? I mean, it's just ridiculous. And in fact, the, I'm just looking at this thing, that um, Don Rickles, this was like a big deal. I mean, a lot of younger people didn't know Don Rickles, but they came to know him through the voice of Mr. Potato Head. And now Dr. Seuss, six books 
deemed by some kook to be racist. So I went through three of the six, the three of the six that I could find online and read online as a PDF. And the supposed racist characterizations in the book when I reviewed it and I looked, I'm, I, I first of all, I had to read, I think the one on Mulberry Street, I had to read several times because I couldn't really find it. The one thing it, find, it, it did say is that some of the Oriental people had slanted eyes. Okay, I can understand that. Now, by the way, calling Asians now Orientals is politically incorrect. Well, guess what? I still call them Orientals because they're from the Orient. If somebody has a problem with that, so be it. But I am not slighting Asians or Orientals because, again, there used to be an airline called Northwest Orient. Sergeant Steve, you lived in Minneapolis for a while. Before it was Northwest, it was Northwest Orient. I didn't realize that. So you did not know that. No, when I, you know. I moved to Minneapolis, it was uh, they were just changing the delta. They just changed the delta. So. Oh, they did. Okay, yep. gotcha. Go, go back, Google. Look, look, Northwest Orient, because they were really one of the first carriers to fly to the Orient, to Japan and China uh, and the whole Oriental basin. But now, if you say somebody's Oriental. I'll see women, I'll say, whoa, they've got a beautiful, exotic, oriental look. Oh, you can't say that, General. You cannot say that. Well, I just did. It's not a slight against anybody. You can call them Asians. They're oriental. Now, I understand that people say, okay, the slanted eyes, I get that. So it's very simple. Change the one word in or the one line in the book. And there were others. There was one that I can't remember what the name of the Dr. Seuss book was. But basically, it was an Indian uh, who was wearing a turban. That is not offensive. There are plenty of Indians that wear turbans here in the United States and in India. That's not a slight. That's not being racist. But everything today has become racist, has become evil, has become offensive. The fact of the matter is we are living in a time and era where people are giant fucking pussies. That's the reality. And that's what you will never hear on terrestrial radio. You will never hear on television. Oh, because it's politically incorrect. You can't say that. You want to know who a giant pussy is? That would be Harry Windsor. And you're saying, well, who's Harry Windsor? Formerly, I think he was Prince Harry of the royal family of Britain. You know their last, Sergeant Steve, did you know that their last name is actually Windsor? Like Queen Elizabeth, her last name is Windsor. Nobody knows that. I did know that, but I don't, oh, you even, did know. I don't even know why I knew that. But Okay, but you, you knew that. But I guarantee you, if you ask 100 people on the street, I'm telling you, virtually 100 would say, yes. I didn't know they had last names. Windsor, the House of Windsor. So Harry Windsor, in that big interview, and I didn't watch the interview live. I saw some snippets on, on social media, and then I... I went back and I, I did DVR it because I wanted to see if there was anything worthwhile. And I caught some of the snippets, but the woe is me. Oh, poor me, poor us. Oh, it was just terrible. I wanted to commit suicide. I don't buy. First of all, remember one thing. Meghan Markle is an actress. That's her profession, to lie for a living. That is her job. Now, she said she never Googled Prince Harry she never Googled the royal family. Are you kidding me? Everybody in the world today, I can't tell you the number of dames that tell me, oh, yeah, you know, Dave, I Googled you. 
I've Googled women. This is the 21st century. Why not get information? Hey, if you could Google somebody and find out that they've uh, got an arrest record for, I don't know, like maybe murdering their previous boyfriend or husband, I think you'd probably want to know about that. Everybody, every single person today with access to a computer Googles a potential date, a potential mate, a potential employer. That's what people do. They do an internet search. I do a DuckDuckGo search. I don't use Google search anymore. DuckDuckGo. It is secure. It is private. They don't maintain records. And it's just as good as Google search. But I don't believe for a second she didn't know about the traditions. She didn't know about Princess Diana, what she had to go through. I mean, just look at that family. They look uptight. Queen Elizabeth has a giant oak tree stick up her ass. She may have a whole oak tree up her ass. They all look uptight. Nobody looks happy. And I, I, some of the costumes they wear, i got to tell you, it's pretty funny. When you see Prince Charles and he's wearing, you know, the, the outfit with the epaulets and the ropes hanging down and the medals. What, 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 what medals? I mean, what, did he fly out of an airplane? No. But I don't believe for a second she did not Google them. And then she says, oh, I had, I had thoughts of suicide. I don't buy that for a minute. Not for a millisecond. And then she said, we wanted to live an honest life. We wanted to live an authentic life. And she's doing it in a $14 million mansion with a beautiful pool and tennis court on the water in Montecito, California, right near Oprah and Gail King, their neighbors, her neighbors. $14 million, but she wants to live an authentic life. Please. And she gets a $20 million Spotify podcast deal. For what? She's never broadcast anything. $100 million Netflix deal. For what? What have they done? That's how it works in Hollywood. They all treat the fellow libs as well. They always look out for, they always look out for the fellow libs. So when I looked at that, at the end of that entire interview, the only thing I came up with is that Harry Windsor, the former prince, is a giant, wussified beta male. He is being dragged around and led around by a leash by Meghan Markle. She wears the balls in the family. He has been castrated. It is pathetic to watch. Blatantly pathetic. I'm not a fan of the Royals. I could give a shit. I don't care. I personally have gone Mick the Brit, who's been on the show many times, colonel in charge of the European Theater of Operations. Oh, he is a huge supporter of the Royals. He says, General, it just costs us pennies a day. Just pennies per person. I don't care if it costs one one millionth of a penny. It's a royal waste of money. And now you know why. The founding forefathers of this country said, we're not going to have a king. Not going to happen. There's not going to be any monarchy or royalty here in the colonies and in the United States of America. No chance, no how. But I got to tell you, looking at Harry Windsor, the guy looked pathetic. I mean, just like he was being led around by her. And let me tell you, once she's done with getting what she wants, she will kick him to the curb for a bigger, better deal. Take it to the bank. I also don't believe, I do not believe for a millisecond that some royal said, oh, I wonder if your baby, what the, the color hue of your baby is going to be. Is it going to be more black than white or white than black? I'm sorry. I don't see that. I just don't. And I would have said, well, who is it? Be specific. Oprah didn't really press her. 
And she said, well, I don't want to name them. Why not? If you're making the accusation and it's truthful, go ahead, name the name. She has no problem saying other things, naming other people. Go ahead and name the name. She didn't. Don't believe it for a second. But the ultimate take, Prince Harry Windsor is a royal poussoir. Camacho cigars are known for their strength and character. It's in their DNA. They're unconventional. Now, you know when you talk about a mild-bodied cigar with a Connecticut wrapper, it's the same story. Light, golden, mild, yawn. Camacho decided they were going to strip it down and tune it up with more flavor, more satisfaction, enough to earn a seat at the Camacho table. While still maintaining a nice medium-bodied character, the Camacho Connecticut starts with a Connecticut wrapper from Honduras, a binder from Honduras Authentic Orojo, and Honduran Dominican Republic filler. What do you get? A nice medium-bodied cigar that is tuned up, that delivers cream, woody nuttiness to round out spice and sweetness. Camacho, Connecticut. Good any time of day or night, morning, noon, or night. You can never go wrong. Camacho, strength and character. It's in our DNA. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. Now, as you know, I am politically incorrect. And some may say I'm a chauvinist. Well, maybe I am to a degree. I call hot women dames. Nothing wrong with that, but I'm very polite. I treat my, my women and my harem very well. Open the door, make sure I pull their seat for them. I am very attentive, very polite. But I got a kick out of a Missouri pastor, Stuart Allen Clark, from the First General Baptist Church in Malden, Missouri, is on leave after delivering quite the unique sermon in which he told women to lose weight and submit to the sexual desires of their husbands to keep them from straying. Well, he's not exactly wrong when you think about it. Now, he also told the wives that they should wear makeup, dress nicely, choose appropriate hairstyles, and appear less butch. Again, nothing so far in there I have to disagree with. And he says, now look, I'm not saying every woman can be the epic, the epic trophy wife of all time like Melania Trump. I'm not saying that at all. Most women can't be trophy wives. But you know, maybe you're a participation trophy. Now that is a classic line. Sergeant Steve, have you ever taken a woman out and said, you know, sweetheart, you're not a trophy, but eh, you're kind of a participation trophy? No, but I kind of wish I had. <laughs> that is a classic. Mm. I got to take a sip of my fresh brewed espresso here. That is an absolute classic. I'm going to start using that. I'm like, oh, sorry, she's not trophy material. She's more like participation trophy material. So it goes on to say that most women can't be trophy wives, but maybe you're a participation trophy. I don't know. But all I can say is not everybody looks like that. Amen. Not everybody looks like that, but you don't need to look like a butch either. And here's some of the other quotes from Pastor Clark's sermon. Why is it so many times that women, after they get married, let themselves go? Why is that? Why do they do that? Men have a need for their women to look like women. Sweatpants don't cut it all the time. Wearing flip-flops and pajamas to Walmart, that ain't gonna work. Ain't nothing attractive about that. It ain't. And men want their wives to look good at home and in public. Can I get an amen? I'll give you a million amens. He's 100% correct. There's nothing worse than seeing women with curlers or the sweatpants, the flip-flops. Look good. Look good. Nothing wrong with that. 
And he says, ladies, it's the way God made us. It's the way we are. Men are going to look. He made us look. You want them to be looking at you. Don't let yourself go. Of course, it's like when women wear very revealing and provocative tops, showing their ample décolletage, and in many instances, their store-bought racks. But then they say, oh, don't look at my boobs. Well, then why are you showing them off? It's very simple, because women want to appear attractive. Men are attracted. Men are visual creatures, and so are women. They don't want their men to look like shit either. They want them to look good. They don't want men to be hanging around in a t-shirt all day. They like when men wear a sport coat. They like when men have cologne and aftershave. They like when men are groomed. He goes on to say, let me tell you something. I have a friend. He has put a divorce weight on his wife. That's how important this is. Actually, I know somebody that put a weight limit limitation in their prenuptial agreement, and he was castigated, and he said, hey, I married her for the way she looks. She's also great, but I'm a visual person. Okay. Listen, ladies, he goes on to say, we're not lust monsters. We're not that lust monster that chases you around the bed every night. We can't help ourselves. God made us this way. He made us this way. Listen, can I just tell you this? This may never pass your mind when you're saying I do, but I'm going to tell you it does. It's the main reason he married you. Yes, of course, you've got to be, you have to have the chemistry. You have to be attracted to someone. Now, that doesn't mean that's the sole reason you marry someone. You still have to have the connection. Look, I've dated women that are absolute. On a scale of 1 to 10, they're 20s. Gorgeous. But they're dumb as rocks. There's no intellectual stimulation for me, and I lose interest very quickly. So it's the whole package. It's not just one or the other. But, of course, this pastor now, for saying the truth, is suspended. But what he says is not, I believe, that controversial. Yes, look good. Women want their men to look good. Women don't want their men to sit around and wear a T-shirt, don't shave, don't shower, because I know men that do that, and their women who are very attractive are not happy, and it goes both ways. So it's not just women looking good for their men, it's men looking good for their women. And I had a conversation with a female who's let herself go in every way, shape, or form. Used to get her hair done and manicure and makeup, look great. Well, she doesn't look so great right now. And her husband's a good-looking guy. And she also told me, hey, I haven't uh, had sex in a long time because I'm busy with other things. And I said, sweetheart, let me just tell you something. You better wake up. You better start going and getting your hair done and your makeup and your nails, get the manicure and pedicure and looking good, and start putting out for your husband because he's a good-looking guy. And you may say all you want that he loves you to the end of time, but men have needs, same as women. It works both ways. A pastor that told the truth. How refreshing in this politically correct era. Gurkha is known for producing the world's finest cigars. When you look at their blends, you look at their packaging, you look at the bands, everything about Gurkha screams quality. Gurkha has just released a new cigar that is totally about absolute taste and quality, the San Miguel by Gurkha. It's a Nicaraguan Puro, Nicaraguan wrapper, binder, and filler. Perfect, medium to full-bodied balance, loaded with complexity, layers of flavor, including white pepper, a nice natural earth tone, finished with a sweet honey-like taste. San Miguel 
by Gurkha. Features 100% Aganorsa leaf, Nicaraguan shade-grown Corojo wrapper, double Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan filler. If you're looking for a medium to full-bodied beauty, go no further than the new San Miguel by Gurkha. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. All right, as we wrap this edition of Bold Alpha up, study Wall Street Journal. Women find heterosexual men with cats to be less attractive. Chicks don't want a guy with a cat, says Rachel D'Alto, the chief dating expert for Match.com. Now, here's what's interesting. The same stats say the like rate for gay men is 5% higher with cats. So clearly gay men like another gay man that has a cat. But women, I can tell you, every female I know says, if a guy's got a cat, no way. Uh Uh-uh. Now, that's why I've got a big canine. I've got Pendragon's Royal Baron from Pendragon Acres Canine. He's huge. Sergeant Steve, you would attest that Baron is a pretty large canine, German Shepherd, long-haired. Absolutely. He's one of the biggest. Absolutely. And I tell you what, I was was down in St. Petersburg uh, last Sunday having lunch and walking around downtown. Beautiful day. And I see like three German Shepherds pass by, and I looked at them, and I said, man, they look like like little dwarfs compared to Baron. And Sultan, who I had for 14 years, was also a good-sized shepherd. But women want men with alpha dogs. They don't want a guy with a cat or what I call a glorified cat, a lasso-opso or a, a Bichon or a Chihuahua. They want men with big canines, big dogs that have big balls. Another study says women find cat guys less masculine, more neurotic, and ultimately less dateable. That's about right. What about dog guys? Both straight and gay. Men with dogs have a 20% higher like rate than normal guys, meaning if you don't have a dog, get a dog. Sergeant Steve, you know, you need to get a dog, a canine. Your two boys would love having a canine. Uh, It's something we've talked about, so. But there my, you go. My wife's cats are still in the house. So, oh, the wife's cat. How many cats does she have? Two. Sergeant Steve. Oh boy. Oh boy, Sergeant Steve. I did not know this. Now, are you a cat guy? No. Or a dog guy? No, I'm a dog guy. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So now, have you ever tried to uh, take the cats to a Chinese restaurant and see if you know they're they'd be interested in putting them on the menu? Uh, I have not. <laughs> I know I'm going to get people saying, I can't believe General just said that. Of course, I'm kidding. Don't do that, and don't put your, mic- your cat in a microwave after you bathe the cat. That is not going to work. But I say this. If you are a man and you've got a cat or thinking about a cat, don't. Don't. Get an alpha dog, an alpha-type dog, a German Shepherd, a Black Lab, I think a Golden Retriever, a Doberman, um, I think that pretty much, uh, oh, a Husky, an Alaskan Malamute, those to me are the alpha dogs. But if you get a Poodle, or you get a Chihuahua, or a little Bichon Frise, or a Lasso Opso, forget it. It's over. Your dating life will be ruined permanently. Nothing turns a dame off than telling them you're a cat guy, you have two, three cats, or you've got a chick dog. Boom. Immediately, they're going to hit the eject button. By the way, if you enjoy cigars and are interested in expanding your horizon, your palate, you must join the Cigar Dave Officers Club. Every month, 
You get three cigars shipped to you for $22.95 in a Cigar Dave Officers Club pouch. February, we featured the Crown Heads Portfolio Sampler of the Jericho Hill, dedicated to Johnny Cash, a nice medium-to-full-flavored harmonious cigar, the La Coalition, a nice full-bodied beauty, and Mil Diaz, a perfect medium-bodied cornucopia cigar loaded with exquisite flavor. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club $22.95 per month, gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. You will thank me, and women love men that smoke cigars and drink fine single malt scotch or fine small batch bourbon or fine wine. They will be all over you. Alpha Dave, your global five-star general alpha male-in-chief. As always, political correctness never welcome. In an alpha male's household, live it up. (laughs) 